The reality is there are two types of investor, those who can't time the market and those who know they can't time the market. Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits, Hi, this is Mark Homer and welcome to Mark My Words. I've been in property over 15 years. I've developed several hundred units over many different sites all around the East Midlands. I'm at one of my projects at the moment, which is the old Marks and Spencer store right in the middle of Peterborough. We're developing this into 99 apartments and are well underway with the roof on and the steel structure all in place. Clearly everybody knows that the pandemic has had a huge effect on the economy and sped up the demise of many, many markets. In particular within commercial property, the demise of retail property has been sped up significantly by the pandemic. Online retailers such as Amazon, all of these warehouses supplying directly to the homes mean that retail is moving off the high street and into warehouses and into industrial units on the edge of towns. This has hugely increased the demand for warehousing, for distribution and for all those industrial units that you might be looking to invest in. Despite what most of the so-called property experts said, Property has actually gone up this year significantly. Most experts were predicting either a shallow fall or a significant crash. The demand for residential property outside of the big cities and in the provinces has increased significantly. Lots of people want to move to different size homes in different locations because they're not having to commute as far with the pandemic. In addition to that, a stamp duty exemption up to 500,000 has clearly reignited the market and really pushed it on. Now that stamp duty exemption ends in March, but there is talk of it being extended and I can see that being a real possibility. So my market predictions for 2021. Well, the first thing that most people love to ask me is what's going to happen to property prices? Are they going to go up or are they going to crash? Well, I just think that that's the wrong question. I think that there is no market professional, no expert, no one who supposedly knows what they're talking about in this arena that actually knows the answer to that question. And I think it's a naive question. I think to be focusing on whether property is going to go up or down is the wrong thing to be looking at. I think you need to be looking at strategies that work in all markets because it is unpredictable. It is something that you nor anybody else can actually get an answer for. The reason for that is nobody knows what's going to happen to interest rates. Nobody knows what's going to happen in terms of government support. That's been the big change this year. The government has ploughed loads of money into the economy. They've printed loads of money. They've spent government money supporting the economy during the pandemic. And that has given support both to the employment market, the property market and the wider economy. The reality is there are two types of investor. Those who can't time the market and those who know they can't time the market. The reality is a crash is still possible. 2021 could see a residential property market crash. Clearly, within commercial property, lots of those properties have dropped already, especially retail. 
I spoke to a friend only last week who had a big portfolio revalued and the surveyor believes that the value has dropped by around 20% just in the last year. Industrial, warehousing is probably still going up and offices, well, I've seen a few office sales go through very, very recently, and they just seem to be plateauing in this area. Nationally, I think most of the market participants are waiting for the office market to wake back up, because let's be honest, come the summer, the pandemic is winding down, and it's very likely that people are gonna start returning to those offices, maybe not quite in the same numbers, but this whole theory around the office market being finished and everyone working from home, I think lots of businesses are starting to see the downside of that. Along with this unwinding of the pandemic, clearly people are gonna start going back to many of their old habits. I think the first prediction that I'd make for 2021 is there'll be an increased demand for flats, reversing the trend from 2020 where people were moving out of flats and into houses. The second prediction that I have is that the residential property market specifically single lets and HMOs, are likely to see increased tenant demand in 2021. Why is that? Well, with unemployment predicted to go from around one and a half million to, according to the Bank of England, 2.6 million in 2021, there would presumably be more people renting and less buying as happened in the last crash and the crash of the early 90s. That's likely to push rents up, and reduce voids. I'm now gonna break one of my golden rules and make a prediction about interest rates. I think it's pretty obvious that interest rates are not likely to go up. In fact, the Bank of England has been making noises about preparations for negative interest rates. It's not a guarantee, but it is possible that the base rate could drop below zero. That means you're gonna be paying money to put money into a savings account and potentially, a little bit like Denmark, some of you may end up being paid to actually take a mortgage out. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? The next prediction I'm gonna make is around permitted development rights. It looked like we'd had all of the new permitted development rights that the government was gonna introduce. But just last week, they introduced another consultation on potentially allowing developers to convert retail units into residential even in conservation areas, and removing some of the other caveats and controls that local councils have. That's big news. That shows the direction of travel and that the government is not done in introducing new permitted development rights for commercial brownfield sites into residential. That new permitted development right could include education and lots of other use classes for conversion into residential, which is a really, really big deal. My fifth prediction is that I suspect lending may actually become easier in 2021 as the fog lifts and banks get to see exactly how this thing ends. I think it's clear that as we move through 2021 and unemployment continues to rise, once banks can see how bad it's going to get, and how much support the government is likely to give with quantitative easing and all the other schemes that they're using to pump money into the economy, they will become less concerned and I suspect make their products even more attractive. Clearly all this money printing and the borrowing of cash for spending in the real economy has a real effect. The government has so far spent around 350 billion pounds just on the pandemic. To put that into context, the whole annual government budget 
is only 500 billion. They're due to spend 22 billion just on track and trace. That is more than the combined budget of the police and the fire brigade for one whole year. In addition to that, they've increased the money supply hugely with quantitative easing. The aim of this quantitative easing is to try and stave off deflation and hopefully create some inflation. The reality is that asset prices are likely to lift off the back of this QE. So as we go further into this and we come out the back end, house prices, stock markets, you've already seen them start to lift, but you're going to see into the next cycle significant lifting as the value of money decreases. If it's anything like the last recession, the prices of consumer goods and all of the stuff that goes into the basket for the retail prices index isn't likely to lift that much. If it did, the quantitative easing would be reduced significantly and interest rates are likely to go up. But more likely, like what happened in the previous recession, asset prices are likely to increase and there'll be another asset price bubble. This is a good thing for property investors because it lifts the value of your asset, you get good capital growth into the next cycle, and it reduces the real value of the mortgages, the debt that you've got on them. So as ever, make sure you're buying the right stock at the right price with a very, very good yield and hold it for the rest of your life and let father time look after your investment. What I learned in 2020 was that when things were bad, things can only get better. People can have a very short-term mindset. There were lots more motivated sellers in the last recession and we ended up in a situation where there were way more property deals to do because there were so many sellers that needed to offload to raise cash. Clearly when the market started to come back after all the QE, prices went up significantly. Not straight away, it took a little while because government support was much reduced in comparison to this time round. The reality is though, the government can't keep on spending, can't keep on offering unlimited support and furlough schemes, so there is going to be a day of reckoning. The market is going to tighten and those with cash and the ability to move are gonna get deals. So my plan for 2021 is to continue as I always have been. I've got projects that are underway at the moment that I need to complete. We'll be focusing on making sure we've got the best rental products to offer the market because it doesn't matter how many flats or houses there are in an area. If you're offering the best product at the best price, you're gonna fill it and you're gonna reduce your voids. And I'm gonna focus on making sure that I've got the right debt on our portfolio that is well-priced and significantly long-term so that we can ride all of the ebbs and flows of the market. So those are my predictions for 2021, but what do you think? That's been Mark Homer from Progressive Property, over and out.